it is another episode of the Noise Report. I'm the music guy, CJ, playing. You know what we do here. Uh, fun and fuckery and other assorted randomness. Um, today might be a little more serious than normal, but maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, over to my left is a gentleman. Uh, you can't see him yet because we don't have the video side up and running. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, but you will get all the audio of it. Uh, he's a gentleman that I met uh, through a Facebook group and uh, dig what he's doing. So uh, we're going to bring him on here. His name is Ty Hill. How are you today? I am wonderful. I am wonderful, man. I appreciate you inviting me on. Um, I'm excited. We're going to have a lot of fuckery. Yeah, yeah. Um. For those of you that don't know him, uh, he has his own podcast. Uh, it is called Cards Face Up. Cards uh, <laughs> right, Face Up Podcast. Yep. Um, tell everyone a little bit about uh, your side of things, man. The podcast you do, kind of what you do, uh, where they find you, all that kind of fun stuff. So, the Cards Face Up Podcast is my podcast, like you just said. You feel me? Um, we are located... You can get our streaming on every digital platform there is, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, everywhere, you know, we're there if they have uh, podcasts. Also, you can get the visuals on YouTube under Cards Face Up Podcast, um, go straight to our page, or you can go straight to my website, which is the official website, www.cardspaceuppodcast.com. You go there, you can get the audio, you can get the video, you can buy merch, you can get everything that's going on with Ty Hill, the guest, everything, you feel me? Nice. Um, we are working on the video side. I, uh, I've i done live internet radio for 10 years before this, so I work well okay. with audio, um, but I've never really worked with a video side of it, so I'm learning it and slowly kind of getting an understanding of of how to put that side together um so Shit, man this whole this whole this whole podcasting thing is so new even yeah. though you know it's been out for years now but it's it, it's constantly evolving and changing so this shit we learning on the fly anyway so you good everybody learning yeah. on the fly <laughs> you know um you know it's it, it kind of reminds me a lot like hip-hop when it first started man i think everybody was kind of just learning as they went man like you know, a technology. That, um, that's that's the best way to do though, because yeah. it allows it to to not put be formed into no shape that they wanted to form to. You know, it's just right. everlasting, ever growing, and it makes it cool that that shit just evolve and be whatever it wants. Because think about it, three what? years ago, it wasn't no video on podcast, so yeah, it's just changing. Yeah, I don't I, even know if this shit is technically still podcast if it got video, right? I I don't know, man. It's like <laughs> I started ten years ago doing internet radio you know which was basically just like regular radio except it's broadcast over the internet you know and i had a buddy had a station and i would go on his show and talk a bunch of shit and um kind of do funny characters and different thing and um he showed up at my house one day with this mixer and these microphones and said here you go and i was what the hell am i supposed to do with that and he's like you're gonna do internet radio and I don't know the first thing about doing it. He's like, well, you're going to learn. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, so, I feel uh, you. That's how we got here. I ain't know about shit with the podcast. Right. It just so happens that um I did music 
prior to this. So, you know, certain things yep. look familiar and when you're dealing yep. with any type of audio interfaces and things of sort, but it shit is everlasting. It's, it's, it's constantly growing, man. It's constantly yeah. growing. So and, we and, on the fly. Yeah. And, you know, as a technology, not the technology, but the equipment you can use. Um, you know, back in the day, mixing boards used to be as big as big as a room now and whole damn room <laughs> you know now they make these little damn things that you know they ain't much bigger than a keyboard and you can record a whole damn cd on the damn thing and yeah it's out uh, billy eilish you know i mean this little bitch recorded an entire cd in her damn bedroom yeah you know <laughs> and won grammys with it it's like yeah the hell man like you know, and I mean, you get I, you a, you get you a fucking fourteen year old that's wanting to work right now. They teach you all this shit. Yup. They 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 had you doing Grammy shit, uh, great man. mix downs and all that shit, and don't know nothing about it. <laughs> yup. And that's why I be telling, I get you know I get a lot of music. I still get promos and different thing. And when I get a, a a CD from any kind of artist and it's bad production or it doesn't sound good, mm -hmm. I let them know, man. It's Ain't no excuse for it these days, man. Like, you know, the equipment is cheap to come by. Like you said, you're just fucking 14 and 15 year old kids out here, man, that for a hundred bucks, <laughs> you know, they'll produce mm -hmm. you a Grammy winning damn CD practically. Yeah. Um, and I mean, now, like you said, they, they know what the fuck it is. So yeah. they, they want good sound now, you know, and um, when it comes to music, at least you feel me, yep. that fucking music, the artistry part ain't even the best part now. It's business and quality. Yeah. If you could get those two together, you feel me, you could be a popping sensation. Right. And they don't give a fuck what you're saying in the music no more. It's just they just want to build a vibe. And if yep. you got that right mix down and all of that shit, you good. Yep. Um, so with, let me ask this. With the, with the new DMX CD coming out this Friday, uh, posthumously, obviously, um, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the whole, thoughts on his death, the... Um, the memorial they had for it, um, and all of that. I mean, such a, I, I mean, I mean, me personally, when I was watching that memorial, I found myself affected in ways <clears throat> that I didn't even realize I was going to be affected. You know, like I always loved DMX, but seeing like, you know, his casket on that truck with all the, the rough riders behind it. And then at the memorial, yeah. when his daughter did that little freestyle. Man, I I had tears in my eyes. I was like, that's straight up. Mm. That is that man's angel standing there with his hand on her shoulder. Because she was spitting, mm. bro. Like, she didn't have no right to be spitting like that at that <laughs> age. <laughs> that's, it, it's funny, right? Because I'm actually, if you can see it, I know that the audience can't see it, but you yep. can tell them. There my it cup is. right now there is it a is. DMX cup. That's what I'm drinking my liquor out of. That's what yep. give me my, 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 my strength yep. <laughs> to come out here. But, um. Oh, man, X. I had the pleasure to meet him, X, you feel me? We had the oh, pleasure man. to meet him. Um, his ex-wife, Tashira, is like family to us. She set it up so that we could come backstage, got to kick it with him, things of sort. He was a different type of soul, yeah. you know? I didn't watch the home-going service. I'm not one of those. I, I don't really like, I'm not like anybody likes fucking funerals, but right. I didn't want to see it. Um, There's a lot of things that I don't watch just because I know what it'll put on my spirit and my, man, he was a powerful soul. Yeah. He, he was a powerful soul. I watched the part with them riding them around, 
in the monster truck, things of that. You feel me? When people was doing a memorial outside the hospital, I watched that. But the the ceremony, I didn't really want to see. You know, that shit, that shit was gonna be sad. I, I knew it because he impacted so many yeah. people's life. I mean, we 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 gotta think what the fuck his music did for us for the hip hop yeah. generation. You know, that 98, 99, 2000, you know, this This is right after hip-hop started going, you know, mm -hmm. right right before hip-hop took that direction of the more commercial. I know we right. had like two, three more years after that first two CDs, but the direction that hip-hop took after that, you know, he's the last of that breed, one of the mm -hmm. last of that breed of that, that mixtape era, that, 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 you know, you kicking it. I mean, it, look what we got from him. The movies fucking mm -hmm. was magnificent yeah. you know he, he he was an angel god lent him to us so yeah. and he yeah. was the purest fucking one that we ever seen i mean you know he was everything that he said in his music nothing fake nothing fraudulent it was him right. he was dark man x yeah i i think what hit me the most out of it was of all the of all the hip-hop artists that we've lost and have been Superstars, Tupac, Biggie, you know, all of them. None of them had anything close to a memorial or anything the way the way X did, man. Like, I don't remember Biggie's funeral well, being like that. Well, I don't the, remember. If you remember Big, they had the whole fucking what's the name out. They they rode them through um Brooklyn. That shit was packed too. Pac was, was cremated, I believe, and they did the ashes ceremony. You know, Pac and um Afenia was more, I believe, just just close knit family. You know that was just their mm -hmm. thing, I believe, and I, I hate to. I'm, I'm hoping I'm not wrong, but if I remember correctly, Pac didn't do the big ceremony. But okay. Biggie's was definitely big as shit. Um, was it? You know, I, he, I didn't see yeah. that one, so I don't. I don't know for sure. Oh man, they had. I don't remember. His it. mother even spoke about it coming from the uh, funeral. She spoke about it, and she said when she came across the bridge and saw everybody outside, that oh, shit was serious. So yeah. we've seen this before. You know, they did right. the same thing, a big memorial with Jam Master Jay, but. The impact yeah. that X had, you know, it, yeah. it's different types of stars. You know, right. the stars that sell millions and millions and millions of records, but they have no impact. They just, they just great fucking musicians. I mean, right. fucking Nelly sold 10 million. Like, you know, and I enjoy right. Country Grandma, Down Down Baby, that was my shit. But right. reality is, I didn't fucking go put a band-aid under my eye. I didn't right. want to be like them. DMX had us in fucking, in the middle of clubs, barking like fucking Yo. dogs. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like we, we fucking started liking Dugs because of DMX, so Yo. it's like that shit is different, you know. Yeah. It's like it's certain artists that's that's deeper than artistry, you know. It's mm -hmm. it's it's people wanted to be like you, like Pac had everybody wanting to be a thug. We all wearing bandanas and shit. Everybody, all of us got the tattoo across our stomach, even if it don't say thug life, it say something because that's the shit that we saw. You know, that's we right. emulated those people, and DMX was probably the last that I seen, you know, from that, that thorough generation of mm -hmm. people wanted to be like them. Mm -hmm. Grown-ass men. Yeah. Like, you think about your age right now. When the last time you said, I want to be like a motherfucker? Yeah, I mean... X had, had grown-ass men wanting to be like them. Like, <laughs> yeah, like... And that's true. Like, there are... There's a lot of underground people I might say that about, but... They're well established, and they've been around about as long as that that era. Vinny Paz, Diabolic, R.A. the Rugged Man, um, 
people like that, you know, Jedi mind tricks and and whatnot. But of the new generation, man, there is, you know, there's very, very, very few. It's that, not going to be the newer generation has it though. I'm 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 not going to bluff. They have it. It's just not as masculine as our generation. You know, their generation, you know, these motherfuckers, uh, you look at, uh, uh, what the fuck is their name? Um, uh, Uzi Vert. He, like, he got these guys out here, and they, they real flamboyant now. Not to knock them, because if that's what they want to do, that's right. all cool to me, you feel me? But it's just, our generation was way more masculine Yeah. on the on the exterior of things. You know, not saying we was more gangster, right. more street, no shit like that, because everybody got a gun, everybody shoot people, <laughs> everybody right. sell drugs and they records, you know, but... You know, we were more masculine on the outside, yeah. and um, nowadays it's, 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 it's these artists. They have a big ass impact. Like, I mean, shit, young thugs. Everybody want to be like him and shit. I would never fucking want to be like him, but he's making big noise for, and he he's one of those people that has groomed these youngest to want to yeah. be like him. They all dress like him. I mean, the skinny jeans and stretch yeah. pants and fucking all that crazy shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand a lot of the new ones, like. But there's, you know, there's older ones I don't understand. I'm going to be honest. and I've, Everybody that knows me knows this about me. I've never gotten the hype about Eminem. Like, look, Eminem's a great lyricist. I'll give him that. But when people, to me, when they go out, oh, Eminem's the greatest MC of all time. And I'm like, Eminem ain't even the greatest MC from Detroit, bro, to me. Like, I can name 10 Detroit rappers that are, to me... Like Royce, should when you be. think about Eminem, click Eminem wasn't the nicest out of his click either. Exactly, exactly. But Eminem, Eminem was a wonderful Caucasian guy, right he place was, at the a, right time. A, and he was a uh, he 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 was able to hit both markets. Right. You know the the African Americans accepted him because he can rap. I mean he's fucking right. dope as shit. Since I'm in a position to talk to these kids and they listen, there ain't no politician, right. but I can't get with him. Like he was lyrical as fuck, but. All right, what I'll say about M, and I love M, you feel me? Um, I Am is one of my favorite songs, but M doesn't possess playback value for me. Like, right. it's like it's like a wow. Like, you listen to it, and you be like, wow, he killed that. Yeah. You want to hear it again? No. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. To me, it's, that was to me, it's like Dr. Seuss on steroids. You know, I mean, to yeah. me, it sounds like he's just fucking rap. His early stuff, I could get behind. But the new stuff, man, it just... He's been left behind. You know, well, all of these... He can't, he can't find his new self. He can't find his old self no more. You know, he said after the drug habits and stuff, he said he can't figure out how he used to rap. Yeah. Like, all of these new rappers that, I guess, were spawned from his thing have completely surpassed him. Chris Webby, Hobson, NF. I, I mean, I agree. You know, there's I could list uh, four dozen of them that have completely just left him behind in the dust. And but see, that's the thing about a lot of those musicians. I mean, it, it, when we're talking about a lot of them, I mean, like Tech Nine, for instance. Tech Nine lyrically is one of the. I yeah. mean, Eminem to me is a papoose. Papoose. Eminem's the white version of Papoose. <laughs> papoose is lyrically fucking great, incredible. Wow, you can rhyme very good very well but what the fuck are you saying like is it right. anything that's gonna hit my life and be like yeah that resonates with me like that we don't get that shit from him and i never got it from him no 
even with being a fan, like I said, I am a fan of him. I fuck with Fat Boots too, but it's just not no playback value. It's like yeah. a one a one trick pony. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let the fucking fireworks die and let's move on to the next attraction. Yeah. See, I'm gonna be everybody. <laughs> I've said this before, and um, black folks get this. White folks kind of look at me like I'm a fucking alien when I say this. Um, I'm libertarian. I'm pretty. I'm kind of right leaning, but not really. Um, but hip hop wise, my two favorite hip hop artists. Uh, one is from New York. One is from Oakland. Uh, one is KSR One. I love KSR One. I've always loved KSR One. R One. Um, I'd um, give anything in the world. Give anything in the world. To, to um interview him. The other one is Paris out of Oakland. Like you know like Paris? Yeah. Out of Oakland. Underground? You can hear me still good, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I don't know what the fuck just happened to the headphones. But uh, um <laughs> Yeah. Pa Paris um, is, Paris is out of Oakland. He's He's kind of like, if you mixed, if you took Public Enemy and had Dre produce a record for them, that's kind of what Paris sounds like. Mm. Like, it's like, he's like a more political, he's sort of like the Black Panther version of Ice Cube, I guess. Is um, He sounds like Cube a little bit, um, but there's just something... Politically, him and I are completely opposite ends of the spectrum, practically. But I love his music, man. It's got that big West Coast thump style, and I dig, I dig his ferocity. I dig his never say die attitude. That when labels and other people have labeled him an enemy of the state, practically, he's never backed down from what he said, you know. And I, I respect the shit out of that of anybody. Uh, left or right or wherever you stand politically, man. If you're willing to stand up for what you believe in and you won't back down from that, hey. And that's dope when you put it inside music. So. Yeah. And um, like I said, it's the same with KSR1. I, I was raised as a white guy, or as, a, as a white kid on a farm growing up in the country. We didn't have anybody like KSR1. So when I went to college and had a, a black roommate... And he introduced me to hip-hop and said, hey, this is Ice-T, this is uh, Boogie Down Productions, this is Too Short. Man, I was like, fuck is this? This don't sound like Randy Travis, you know? I got a question for you. Uh -huh. How did you come home after your first year of college, after your black roommate introducing you to fucking hip-hop? Did you come home, like, did your mother and father, like, notice the change right away? Like, who the fuck is you? Actually, what it was, I was in foster care for about five years before college um but i stayed with my grandparents for a while and my grandfather he's he's 95 now but he was in his 70s about then and um late 60s early 70s and he didn't know what to think of it um we grew up like i said we grew up in a very very white community we had one black family that basically were the cosby's Wow. The the dad was a doctor. The mom uh, was an engineer for General Motors. Uh, they had twin boys, uh, Randy and Ricky, and they basically were Urkel. I mean, they were nerdy, super smart black kids who um, 
we hung out with. They were cool, I and mean, they were funny, but they were kind of like Urkel. Like, when I first seen Family Matters, that was my first thought. Is like, holy shit, it's the prices, you know? Um, <laughs> they went on to be lawyers. They're both prosecuting attorneys here in Michigan now. Oh, shit. Um, so, you know, when I come home, the um, my roommate showed up one time, and my grandpa kind of come in the room, and he knocked on the door. He's like, hey, there's some black guy at the door. And my first thought was, you didn't shoot him, did you? My grandpa's like, no, why the fuck would I shoot him? I'm like, well, I know how some of y'all motherfuckers out here think, you know? <laughs> I mean, this was, you know, this was 1988, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so I come to the door and my grandpa, he was nice to him, you know, and he's like, well, what's your name? And he's like, TV. The guy was like, what the fuck kind of name is TV? He's like, well, my name is Carl, but he's like, I'm an electrician. Everybody just calls me TV because I work on TVs. Okay. Okay, so, <laughs> and that's what we called him at school. He was he was TV, even though he was Carl. Um, oh. You know, so, but he introduced me to all that shit, man, and it was just a whole new world, bro. Like, I never heard anything like that in um, um, AMG, when AMG came out with that first record. Man, I can't tell you how many fucking tickets I got for playing that damn CD. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I am probably the only... Alright, so hip-hop. I'm a fucking hip-hop uh, loyalist. I, I, I fucking love music. Right. But, um... I, I'm not a KRS-One fan. That's alright. Never been. Uh, I fucking love Love's Gonna Get You. Um, that shit is so... But KRS-One cockiness? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they fucking rat. You're supposed to be cocky. I don't know if right. that shit be wrong with him. And I just don't find him that dope for the shit That's that fair. he be saying. No, it's cool, bro. Like, I don't... Look, here's the thing about not just hip-hop, but metal and everything else, man. There is more than enough music to go around. If you don't like somebody, it's cool, man. Like, I, I'm not an Eminem fan. I catch so much shit about how can you not like Eminem. I just, I don't connect to what he does. You know, I just don't. I've tried. Trust me, I have tried to be an Eminem fan. I don't want to be the only white hip-hop fan that doesn't like fucking Eminem. I just don't. Disappointing your culture. <laughs> you know, like, I just, yeah. you know, and it's like, and then people will be like, well, how can you like NF and not like Eminem? Because NF is actually saying something, you know, he's, he's got a point to his shit, man. Like, watch his videos, man. Like, NF is so fucking, it's shit, it's like watching a movie, man. You know, with the yeah. balloons and the, the theatrics and you know, I mean, it's crazy. It's just a whole nother level of, you know, like if NF didn't even rap in his shit, like if he just made the video of him doing what he does in the video without the music, it'd still be dope as fuck, bro. Like, you know, like that's some straight up fucking almost horror movie type of shit that he does, you know, wandering around, pushing a cart with black balloons on it. A fucking this wide open landscape with mountains in the back through a fucking broken down carnival. 
mean, come on, man. It's like fucking it. <laughs> you know? I've never been certain people just... I don't know. that Certain music just don't do it to me. Like, right. I'm a storyteller, so I really enjoy shit that I can relate to mm-hmm. on total album. So it's, it's, it's like no in-between. Mm-hmm. It's like... Like so, my favorite genre of music is country, you know, and I'm a, I'm a big black man with tattoos and shit, and I'm I'm riding around. Well, see, and I ain't talking, he talk, fucking shit like that. You feel me? I'm like, uh, I'm getting drunk on this plane and shit like that. Like, I like, you know, redneck, um, shit like that. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I love country music, but all right, like I'm I said, the total opposite or something I relate to fully. So. With hip hop, man, I need that shit to tell me a story. Like right. I think J Cole, dope is out yep. there. Uh, boring as fuck, though. Um, I can see why people say he's boring. I've been a fan for years, so I think J Cole, A Z, I think is better yeah. than Nas. Everybody agrees with me with that shit. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Oh shit! It cut off. Um, no, you're good. What else? I don't know, man. I'm 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 a student of hip hop. I taught hip hop for a few years too to the youth, so. Right, that, and that's the thing. Like, I love, I love all kinds of music. Like, during the ten years that I did internet radio, I've done a metal show, I've done a country show, I've done a hip hop show, I've done a fucking synth wave and electronic music show. I mean, I've got a million and a half songs in my Shit. music library. So, Shit. you know, when you say like music that tells you a story, all right, cool. And then you're talking. Steve Earl, you're talking Chris Knight, uh, you know, Cody Jinx, people like that. Um, you know, I can talk music all day, bro. Like, I, it, it doesn't matter what kind of music it is. Um, I'm with it, man. We, so, we got a lot. We should, start, we should start some shit, right? You introduce me to a song, and I introduce you to a song on, on one episode. We should do something like that. Yup, yup. Um, they going to sue the shit. Facebook going to sue the shit out of us. <laughs> Dude, I've been banned from Facebook so many damn times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't I even cuss on well, I, I put asterisks and shit when I cuss. Like, I, yeah. I'm tired of fucking getting banned. I get, dude, I get banned for shit that's the dumbest shit. Like, you know, like, I got, I made a joke one time about being a white boy. And I got a ding for, oh, it's a racist comment. What? Well, I'm I, racist I, against myself? I made the comment about my fucking self being a white boy. You know, like, well, you can't say white boy. <laughs> my last band, um, and it's funny because my last band, when I tried to fight it, they was like, well, it's COVID, and it's going to be forever. Your band will be over by then. I was like a three-week band or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But my last band was, I told my cousin, she said something to me, and I was like, you're all ready. I love you like a fat kid, love cake. They banned me from that show. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just completely, yeah, just like completely non-arbitrary, silly ass meta words that they've got plugged in. You know, so if you say fat or short or or white or black, anything nowadays, it just triggers the system. And fucked up system. Yeah, like it's just like, dude, just let motherfuckers talk, like. The problem is it's, people's skin is too damn thin, it. you know? They got to control it, and now they allow it. Like, you get blocked as soon as somebody fucking reports it. It's like, what the fuck? Damn, you ain't yeah. even going to see if they just don't like me? 
Like, it's people that just don't like me. <laughs> yup. Man, I just, it's ridiculous. Um, so, I was going to ask you three hip-hop artists uh, that you love, that you think should be more well-known, but let's expand that. Three artists that you love, <laughs> that you think uh, should be uh, more well-known from any genre. It doesn't have to be hip-hop necessarily, but just, just anybody that you listen to that you think maybe aren't as well-known as you think they should be. testifying <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I fucking love Chuck Chuck was it, it from Jersey like you I mean his dad yeah. street from New York he, but you know what he had to everybody that was on Flavor Unit was like that man was dope as fuck yeah like yeah agree like I still I say this and I'm gonna sound corny as fuck but of all the black women that are out there, that are actors, famous rappers, whatever. If there was one black female that I could marry, it'd be fucking Latifah, man. Like, like, <laughs> I'm with you. like, like straight up, bro. Like, you choose the, you the, choose the one fucking black person that don't even like men, <laughs> right? But, but I'm just saying, like, you know the 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 dude when she did Equalizer, completely getting yeah. off topic. But when when they announced Equalizer with her in it. I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't see her as the Denzel type of action character. But I tell you what, she proved my ass wrong. She has carried that role in that series, that TV series. I enjoyed it. I, I, I love I, it, bro. I, I thought she was going to look fat, overweight, and slow. I, I didn't understand how it was going to happen. Yep. I fucking loved it, too. So, uh, yeah. I'm also, that's. That's also I'm a corny ass person when it comes to TV too. So I don't know if that was a good. I just, liking some shit on. I mean, like the original was kind of it was one of those '80s shows, so it was kind of corny. But then Denzel took it to a whole new level. Right. So right. when they announced what, Latifah for it, I was like, man, I don't know. I don't see her being the the hand to hand type. Mm-hmm. But man, they've played it so smart where they've they've kind of made her a badass. But kept the hand to hand and the fighting into these real oh, short, man. compact scenes to it where. With a lot of camera cutting. <laughs> yeah, like, like she doesn't have to be Van Damme or anybody to carry it. Um, right. But man, like, the, the cast, everybody in there, man, is just. I dig that show. I hope they renew it. I really do. Cause, I do too. Um, so so who, do, who do we have? We, we, I, said, I said we have. We have um, yeah, you have tracks. You have uh, it's a gemstone. Um, I, I won't say gemstones just because y'all really don't know who the fuck that is. So I mean that doesn't. <laughs> right. What I will say. All right, so let's start my three over. 
That was like some underground shit. All right, so I think Little Zane. <laughs> All right. Fucking great. I think he was fucking great. I don't give a fuck if he sounded like Tupac. I don't care. I think Little Zane should get more credit for being as dope. I live the life of a celebrity. A main nigga way bigger than them up against it. Like, that whole fucking CD was dope. Now, he's corny as fuck as a person uh, to a lot of people, but music-wise, I think he's, he's a dope fucking person. I talked to him recently. Um, and my last one has to be fucking Sticky Fingers, man. Yeah. Sticky Fingers does not get the credit for... I mean, Onyx is one thing, but Kirk Jones alone... Yeah. That album is top 10 of all albums in the fucking world to me. So, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do Sticky Fingers, Shots from Naughty by Nature, and Lil Zane. Yeah. Dude, Onyx's latest stuff, they, you know they've been working with Snow Goons. And, oh, Onyx? Yeah. I just did an interview with them. Yeah, um, the, the last couple they've done have been with Snow Goons, like Snowmads and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and man, plug. it's if y'all wanna go ahead. Shameless plug. If y'all wanna go listen to that, cardspaceup.com, make sure you go there. I got a sticky fingers interview. I, Fucking I, great too. I, I'm gonna have to listen to that one because I love those guys, dude. They and it's still yes. still sound still just as killing it. Yeah, still killing it's crazy it. Still because killing it. We got them we got them in the nineties with four of them. Yup. And literally it's only Fresno and Sticky now, and the shit is still just as good. Yep. I, I was laughing because people didn't realize this shit. And I'm going to wonder if you caught up with it. In the last five years, their style was stolen by somebody that became very, very, very popular. Do you know who that was? Have you put that together yet? Most people ain't even thought about it. Not, I, I'm not really up on a lot of like new hip-hop, per se. I don't listen uh, no, to a lot of the new one. stuff. Um, you know this one because it's a it's a big person who made a lot of controversial decisions that has him in the news every other fucking mm. six nine. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah. Six nine. Okay, okay, yup, yup. Yep. Style was on it. Yup. Like, and nobody ever said shit. Like, yup. For that alone, we shouldn't even have fucking watched him. But you know, um, you know something about six nine man. Above the whole, above the whole snitching thing, <laughs> just I want to know where this going. Above the whole snitching thing, just purely his music. I said to a few people, "Look, all that yelling and hollering kind of got on my nerves." But I was seriously, I told somebody, "You said, you know, if somebody like Method." Or Redman or somebody could have took his ass at that time and reined him in just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And put more focus on that. He had something. Like he had that. Six Nine was talented. I mean, he 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 uh, he he's a talented person. If you put him out, I mean, he's got a deal now. He put music out. Snitch it aside. You feel me? A rat is a rat. Right. <laughs> What the fuck? I, I don't even know if I believe the shit I say nowadays, man. <laughs> I, 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 say, I say snitching aside, but a rat is a rat. And I don't fucking believe 
they're rappers. I don't believe most of y'all fucking stories anyway. So, right. <laughs> I mean, me coming from, me coming from the in, uh, uh, trying to get in the industry and shit, and I get to powwow with a lot of motherfuckers, and a lot of you motherfuckers ain't never been who y'all portraying this music. <laughs> right. Uh, so, other than the fact that he put people away, that's fucking very, very bad, but uh, the fakeness, I mean, I probably... If, I would have got past the fakeness because I think 90% of the rappers out are fake. Right. And I've been in situations and have been around them that I can see the fakeness in them. You feel me? But 6ix9ine was talented, man. He was a dope-ass rapper. And yeah. the, I tried my best not to like the motherfucker. He had rainbow hair yeah. and rainbow teeth. I didn't want to fucking like that shit. But I caught myself in the car. What the flicky up? Did the flicky up? I don't even know what the fuck he was saying. I felt tough after that shit. <laughs> you know what? That My daughter... There's this artist, I don't know if you know who he is, called Youngblood. And um, Youngblood was one. He's kind of like the pop-punk version of 6ix9ine almost. Very colorful hair. Very. He's from England originally. Um, when I first seen him and heard him, I didn't want to like Youngblood. I just didn't. I was like, he just, there was something about him. I was like, I don't want to like him. But when I heard his music, that shit was so infectious. And it had that, you know, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. That whole new style that Machine Gun Kelly is doing, he has literally ridden Youngblood's coattails on that. Him and Youngblood wow. are best friends. So that entire new style, he has ridden... Is all off the hem. He's ridden Youngblood's coattails. Youngblood said, hey, we need to do this song together. They did that song... Uh, I think I'm okay or whatever uh, with him and Travis Barker and, and MGK. And it kicked off from there. A whole record come from that. And, you know, now Billboard's Awards and all this other shit. I didn't want to like Youngblood when I first seen him. But there was just something about the kid. And then I took my daughter to see him live. And, dude, I've been to a thousand concerts in my life. He would be in my top five. That goddamn kid for two and a half hours, bro, just went fucking berserk i was crazy because i'm scared of that yeah like i'm scared of a new concert of going to a a new age concert like (laughs) i don't i don't know how the fuck it is like what are they doing at concerts now like what i mean this was this was before covid but no i mean after right COVID aside what are they doing at concerts? Like, I come from such a generation of, and when I go see concerts now, you know, it'll be somebody older anyway, so the crowd is still my generation. What is the new generation doing at concerts? Like, I I can only imagine, like, they high as shit, and think about how, if you think I mean, about us they can be. Up, we probably look stupid as shit to our parents. <laughs> we probably, and me being a parent now, I can only imagine how I would look at these little kids. That was one of the things also that made me say fuck music. Because it was like, when I wanted to get in music, man, I wanted to fucking be in it for, like, you remember when we had backstage, we had the show. Like, I wanted to be a part of that shit. Like, right. You know, like, I can't imagine me going, having a fucking show with uh, Lil Punk, Lil Yachty, uh, fucking, like, all these new, I, I, I fucking would probably go, Fucking fans all got fingernails and shit on now. Like, how did you feel out of place? Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of <laughs> kind of with Youngblood. That was kind of what he's very much that androgynous type, you know, with the colored hair and the funky clothes and whatnot. But he's 
I don't know, dude. There's just something about the kid that, you know, like, you, every once in a while, a musician comes along, and you just kind of be like, you know what? This motherfucker was built to be a rock star. And Youngblood well, is that person. I believe that's true. It was a movie, um, I don't know if you saw this shit, uh, Foolish, with Eddie Griffin and Master P. And inside the movie, Eddie Griffin was an upcoming com- um, comedian. And he spoke of, like, he, he used to vision, like, people like Red Fox and Sammy Davis, uh-huh. you know, funny people and shit, as his, like, muses and shit, and they would come talk to him and silly shit. But they spoke about this light. And it was a light that every star has. Mm-hmm. And it took me um, years to realize that shit, even doing music myself. I agree totally. Some people really got a fucking light around them. Mm-hmm. And it gravitates the word. That's the shit that we said. It, said it makes people want to be like you. Tupac, the DMXs, uh, the young, your young guy that you're speaking of, um, 6 9 Certain people just fucking yeah. got that light around yeah. them. And there's certain people, no matter how good they are, they don't have that light that we're never going to be attracted. It's like a moth. Right. You know how a moth is attracted to light? Man, some motherfuckers are shining, and we yeah. moths, and we come into it no matter what. Because percentage, the highest percentage of my favorite rappers, I would never want to hang around. Right. But I'm fucking a stone-cold fan of them. Like, Joe Buttons is one of my favorite fucking fans. I mean, I'm uh, artist. I would never fucking want. I would beat Joe Buttons up. There's no fucking way that we could be friends because right. his his dickheadness and uh, it, it, it would get to me. Right. You know, um, a lot of artists, you know, like just that's my favorite. I, I never want to hang around, but yeah, I could yeah. imagine that. I could imagine that. I still would like to know what it's like to be at a new age concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all the blunts laced like. <laughs> So I got a name I'm going to throw out. Um, probably haven't heard them. They haven't really blown up yet, but they should. Um, they're a they're a newer group out of L.A. Um, they're called Villain Park, and um, basically, if if DJ Quick produced for Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's basically about the easiest way to describe Villain Park. Um, they've got that very Bone Thugs type of flow. Um, Bone Thugs is my favorite rapper of all time. Um, but production-wise, they're very West Coast. I mean, you could, you know they're from L.A. by the production of it. Um, but flow-wise, they've got that, you know, they got that back and forth, like Bone Thugs. And um, when I first is it heard them... Do what? Is it fast? Yeah, in, in parts. A lot of it is, yeah. Um, they kind of go back and forth, but um, the first time I heard them, man, I was kind of like, who the hell is this? Because I was caught off guard. You know, like, it kind of had that Bone Thug sound to it, but I knew it wasn't Bone Thugs or anybody associated with Bone Thugs because they've never done anything that had that, I guess, pure West Coast style to it. Um and I looked them up, and they're younger kids. They're only 21, 22 years old. Um, mm. And, man, they're talented as fuck, bro. Like, I was like, all right, I can get behind this. So I went out and I bought the CD, and um, I can't wait for them to do the new CD, man, because I, uh, I sing the shit out of their praises now, man. Like, I want these, <laughs> I want these two to blow up. Like, they really deserve it. 
And, um, you know, I think it would only take, it would only take somebody like Cube or Snoop or somebody to, to really kind of maybe do a song with them or throw their name out there to, to get people to put that light on them. Um, you know, I mean, they're, they're just a really great new group and, uh, it's a completely different style of, of what they're doing than a lot of these new cats. It's a very, it's a very old school sound, I guess, but with a more modern vibe and feel to it. Um, okay. I'll send you a link to one of their things. I, I just, I love their stuff, man. And it, they're probably one of my well, favorite hip hop artists. So just send it, definitely send it to me. I listen um, to everything. I give but, everything um, at least uh, thirty seconds. Do what? <laughs> I give everything at least thirty seconds before I throw it out. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think. I really think, truthfully, like I said, I think somebody like Exhibit would be perfect. Like, if they did a song with like Exhibit, I think it would be mm. the the. I think he would be the perfect person to kind of. I don't. I, you know. I don't understand why Exhibit's not doing any music. I think Exhibit is kind of... You know, Exhibit to me, I think, is kind of like Buster Rhymes. I think he's kind of just hit a point where, look, I've got this money. I don't have to do it. I can sit back and enjoy the money without the... Without the... From what, from what though? Pimp My Ride? I mean, the alcoholics didn't sell that I mean, much, right? I mean, look. And then Exhibit had his little, I think, two, three CDs by itself. I mean, he's done his CDs. He's done the Pit My Ride thing. He's done his live shows. You know, he's a smart business guy. You know? Mm. So I'm sure Exhibit, you know, Exhibit's kind of like Luda in a way where, you know, business savvy-wise, Luda's very, very smart with his money. Hell no. They, they totally different. Exhibit got $2 million damn dollars net worth. I knew damn well he ain't did enough. We got to compare fucking Ludacris to Chameleon Air. Chameleon Air is a business <laughs> motherfucker. I think he worth like fucking 70 million or something. 50 well, yeah, million. but he's, I mean, he's been more active than Exhibit. But Shit, Chameleon, what, Chameleon Air? Oh, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You know, I thought you were about Ludacris. No, I think we're going to compare Luda to Chameleon Air because them two, you know, business-wise. Oh no Exhibit no! Ain't getting on they level. I, I don't know what the fuck Chameleon Air did to make so much money because no. we only liked like two songs. No, I'm. <laughs> um, but, anyways, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna wrap this up by uh, basically having Mister Ty Hill over here um, once again tell you uh, where to find his stuff. Then you can go listen to it and tell him uh, you heard him over here, and uh, then we're gonna. We're going to wrap this bad boy up, and we're going to, um, I'm going to send him some links to listen to and get his thoughts. So, uh, I guess to close this out, once again, tell everyone where they find you, um, you know, so they can go listen and, uh, go check out that Sticky Fingers episode. That's what I'm going to be doing when I'm done here, because I want to hear what that's about. Definitely do that. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely do that. So, first of all, I want to say thank you for bringing me on, Chris. It means a lot, man. Absolutely, Um, brother. I enjoy myself, brother. I enjoy myself. I hope that we can do this again. Uh, Um, Yeah, for sure. Check me out at Cards Face Up Podcast. It's the podcast that works completely like my brain. If you was listening to this episode, then you know my brain is all over the fucking place. My podcast is exactly like that. It's (laughs) this week 
I might be serious next week. I might be on some shit. Week after that, I might actually have a host, I mean, another guest star on there. You know, recently we had, like I said, uh, Sticky Fingers on there. We had Shahi from the Wu-Tang Clan. We had, uh, who else, who else? Brandon uh, Jackson was on there. We, we've had oh, some nice. big names on there that I really love, you feel me? We had um, Hakeem from the Boys was on there. We had the lead singer, Jay, from um, So For Real. We've had some great right. people on there, so I just need y'all to make sure y'all listen. Like I said, audio is everywhere. Anywhere you can get podcasts, you can get my audio for my podcast, Card Space Up. iTunes, Apple, Google, Spotify. Wherever the hell you're looking at your podcast, you can get Card Space Up. Go ahead and subscribe. Also, our YouTube channel is youtube.com backslash Card Space Up Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. And the official website for everything Card Space Up, audio, video, Merch, everything is www.cardsfaceuppodcast.com. That's cardspaceuppodcast.com. Please go check us out, subscribe, show some love, repost. I guarantee you, we're on episode right now, 40-something-something, and we're celebrating our anniversary, one-year anniversary next month. Right now, we are top 10 of the world, Craig, of podcast number one in Baltimore. So show some love, Card Space Up Podcast. I've never sounded that good when I went. I I usually lose concentration. (laughs) (laughs) I've only been to Baltimore one time, and uh, I uh, was actually... On my way to basic training in Fort Dix. Uh, this is back in 1989. And um, the, only, the only thought I had about Baltimore as we drove through there on the buses. How the fuck is everybody's houses so close together? Like, <laughs> I, I, grew up, I grew up in the country, dude. Our houses were like five miles apart, you know? And I, when we went through Baltimore, I was like, Oh, motherfuckers don't even have yard. They got like six houses connected to each other. Like, how the fuck y'all live like that, man? Like, I don't want to go back your ro- there. That's... Your, ro- your roaches is my roaches. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those things. Like, but then, well, you know, I went. To, I moved to Missouri. <clears throat> St. Louis has the same thing. St. Louis has a lot of the 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 row houses like that. Row houses. And it was the same thing. That. Like, like the fuck did the, the, somebody like get sick of designing Baltimore and move his ass to St. Louis or something? Like, like what, he didn't fuck up Baltimore bad enough he had to fuck up St. Louis, too? <laughs> he, he, he had to go to Philly first, because Philly is just like us, too, a bunch of Philly? Like, Bro, don't even get me started on Philly. Like, <laughs> Philly... I went through Philly one time on a motherfucking Greyhound at 2 o'clock in the morning. I went into the goddamn bathroom and went to go to the bathroom and dude stopped me at the door and tried to charge me $5 to use the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck you mean $5 to use a bathroom? And apparently the bathroom in the Philly bus station at that time was gang controlled. There was a gang tax to use a bathroom. And I just looked at the motherfucker like, you know what? I ain't even got pissed that bad. Like, I'm not paying somebody to use the bathroom. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what kind of shit is this, you know? And then I went and I asked the dude. I was like, 
y'all got like a McDonald's or a Burger King or something around here? And the dude's like, yeah, it's a block up the street. I was like, I'm going to go grab a hamburger. He looked at me. He's like, are you insane? And I was like, no. He's like, uh, don't walk out those doors. And I was like, why? And he's like, he's like, you won't make it a block. And I was like, dude, I grew up around Flint. And he's like, all right, go ahead. And I walked out the door. I opened the door. And the second I opened the door, like, every eye stopped and looked at me. And I was like, all right, cool. You know what? Let me just go sit my white ass down, man. And I'm like, fuck Philadelphia, bro. Like, you know. Hey, Chris, when you, when you come back to Baltimore, man. When you come back to Baltimore, I got you, man. You be good here, brother. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I say it I, teasingly. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff in Baltimore that's really beautiful stuff, man. The waterfront down there is being rebuilt and yeah, all of that. Know, um, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing more gorgeous than our crackheads. Hey, hey, I will say, I will give Baltimore this. One of my all-time favorite shows was filmed in Baltimore and based on Baltimore. The Wire. Yeah. We we got some great fucking shows. We are a great place with a lot of... uh, yeah. You feel me? So when I diss Baltimore, you know, I'm, I'm from home. This shit is tattooed on me right. permanently. I love this shit more than anything. If you can leave, leave. If you ain't got a right. visit, don't come. Um, right. But... <laughs> I feel you, bro. Uh, I mean, I'm, look, I grew up around Flint and Detroit. So we got the same you thing, know, you know, like... Look, you know what it is, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, we got the same thing. Like, we got the good side and the crazy side. And, you know, we got the side where... Um, Harpo's, you know, one of the best metal clubs in the world is fucking on the east side of Detroit, and it's bad, bro, like, it's like you park your car, you look both ways, and you run for the fucking door. <laughs> because if you ain't running between your car and Harpo's, I promise you a crackhead will steal the shoes off your fucking feet while you're walking, bro. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's, you know, that's pretty much it's pretty much rock like that everywhere, man. And right. You know, you got your good, you got your bad. That's what Baltimore is, man. Yeah. But Chris, I appreciate you, brother. I thank you for allowing me to come on here. Absolutely, brother. Kick it with you on your platform. This shit has been fun, man. Absolutely. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, this is the Noise Report. I'm the Music God. We're going to get the fuck out of here. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side.